Hey everybody, welcome to a snug podcast. I am never separate most of the time, if not always. I am also here with Gwen the Bard. What's up, Gwen? Hello. Last week a spooky snug pod. Yes, very, very spooky indeed. And also, gone crazy back soon. I'm here. And this bird that is entertaining my cat. Which one? There's two of them on screen. Well, the way I have it projected, there's two of them. Uh, left side bird on the table, eating the meat. Mm, the one eating the sacrificial heart. Yeah. Yeah, my cat thoroughly enjoys... Um, I, think, I think he believes it's a bird outside the window. Um, I'm not sure how sanitary that is. There's a sacrificial heart sitting next to the sweet rolls in front of me. And I You're think a wood elf. Don't complain about it. I don't want to hear it. Contamination <laughs> issues here. <laughs> Plus, they're gonna shut us down. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that there's a. Uh, it's the FDA, right? I am surf safe, and is there a... I am also a wood elf, TDA? and I understand this is okay. Whatever, one of those. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think that they they have health inspectors in Tamriel. I haven't seen one anyway. I hope so, not. Uh, oh God, I really do hope not. Yeah. Rot meth. Mm. <laughs> Or yeah, mm. or enemy. <laughs> oh no! Yikes! Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, what have you ladies been up to in game, or have you had time to actually be in game? Yes? Question mark. I have had time <laughs> to be in game. I have. Yeah, been she has. Hardcore doing the witches festival. I started at like. 370 CP and now I'm uh, or uh, I'm started at 1370 CP and now I'm at 1423 I think wow and I need to beat Sasquatch at 1439 so I'm really close I could have probably finished it off tonight today but I decided to start leveling up my one of my DC characters instead because we started doing more Imperial City, stu uh, city stuff in that, and I, I do not have CP characters on all three alliances still, so... Oh, that, goodness. That seemed to be a little more priority. True, true. True, true. Uh, and you've been doing tribute deck stuff, right? Oh, yep, yep, those are done. Okay, when this, when this goes live, it will already be posted and everything. But I finished the tribute decks, and I'd been working on making a playmat, and so that's done. Uh, tonight I've been finishing up the little uh, dials, and then the back of the playmat, it folds up in on itself, and it's in a little mini, like, heavy sack. <laughs> and so I'll be cool. posting the final photos of that tomorrow for Monday, which it will already be up after this is up, so only people who are listening right now will, will know. That's cool. Yeah, definitely go check those out. Um, they are really, they are really cool. Yeah, I wasn't gonna post the final any like actual pictures of the board. I was keeping that in between us, and then someone decided to lay on the board way too perfect. So, yeah, <laughs> she's a good girl. It was pretty cute. Kajidi wanted to play cards. She really did. <laughs> she's like an Alfie. Little Alfique that you were playing a game against. 
If I could get her to wear an outfit, you bet I would. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like the April Fool's outfits that Zoss tried to sell, or the Bethesda store tried to sell a few years ago. Or like make her a little skooma cat outfit. Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Uh, What have you been up to? Um, Mostly just dolmens um, here and there. I was doing the uh, uh, first few days of the Witch's Fest. I was able to actually do uh, like a couple of different things. But uh, with some real life stuff going on, I've largely just been kind of spent uh, at the end of the day. And uh, if I did get on, it was just uh, log into a dolmen and kind of be done. Um, I'm doing that whole inventory thing where... It takes me 10 minutes to be able to farm to, to hit a dolmen to uh, get tickets because I have to make space for all the stuff I'm going to get first. Um, <laughs> so that's a thing that needs to be addressed soon, but yeah, we'll see about that. But um, yeah, I, I've just been doing that. Uh, I was able to get the first piece of the hourglass was uh, already on I was already sitting on the tickets for that so I got it and um, sitting on 12 or sitting on eight tickets now and I've bought two of the firefly things that will go in my house at some point I did get on and uh, contemplate redoing a bunch of things in the guild house and then was told that that was stupid so um, that I should never ever think about doing that and that's not exactly what I was told I'm, I'm being facetious but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think that's what I said I didn't say what I you said. said it no I, it's okay <laughs> we were the only ones that talked about it so <laughs> I mean there was that one time where I criticized things so I honestly wasn't sure which one of us I was Leave no no he was referring alone. to literally the other night <laughs> We were chatting, and he was like, I don't know. I think I might move everything. And I'm like, why are you going to move everything? He's like, well, I, I might put things inside of buildings. And I said, um, no, the whole point in having a guild house is, like, accessibility. And you've got a bunch of that stuff together and, like, the station's together right now. So I think it works. And he was like, fine. <laughs> I think we had this exact same conversation at Probably the beginning so. of the month, too, never. Uh, yeah. It might have been longer ago than that, actually, but it, yeah, I it think, comes up every once in a while. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I periodically will roam through the house, and it's like this space is unused, and uh, it would be a good spot for fill-in-the-blank thing that I could put here and make that where to come for that, and then it would have a purpose, and you know, people would have reason to explore the island a little bit more, and. But at the same time, you know, if you want to come in and transmute something, you don't necessarily want to have to run all the way to the other end. And um, so, my orc, my orc crafter, very appreciates everything being on the beach. Yeah, I do use it quite frequently. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, a lot of that stuff, like all the stations and stuff, would stay there. Uh, I may just, if I get, if I get some duplicate stations, like if I get any of the antiquity stations that are available maybe i'll put those in in the places i have in mind uh, all of the main crafting stations um, for woodworking jewelry blacksmithing clothing those would all stay where they're at anyway i'm just thinking some of the like the alchemy and uh, 
uh, transmute and things like that, moving those around, but I don't know. It, it, to do any of that stuff and get it how I would want it would take uh, probably a sizable time investment that I just haven't been able to sit down and commit to anyway. So I don't want to start it and leave it all janky looking and somebody come in and go, what in the world's going on here? Why is that thing floating in the sky? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but anyway, that, that's that's been kind of what I've when I've been on, I've been contemplating things like that. And just... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Apparently I didn't move enough. Oh no, rut row. I thought I was moving, I did not move enough. <laughs> so, if you're watching on the YouTubes, the Twitch went out. Rut row. It was funny because I just looked up and it said, Gwen the Bard is offline, and I was like, whoa! <laughs> Rut roll! Yay, PlayStation load screens! Okay. Yay! Rumor has it on air. that on air. PlayStation Discord uh, integration is going to be a thing in that like, first quarter of 2023. Yeah, they've already done it on Xbox, so it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, so, we'll see. Almost there, almost there, almost there, almost there. <laughs> waiting, waiting. PlayStation load screen suck. <laughs> waiting. Insert PS5 advertisement here. Yeah. <laughs> PS5, PS5, PS5. <laughs> And we're back! Yay! Hey. I didn't move enough. We're gonna move more this time. Looky there. Hey, look, it's back! Alright. Wow! Alright! So, now that we've stalled, and um, if you're listening and you want to go back in time and avoid listening to all of that, then uh, just go back in time and fast forward. Um, that makes a yeah. lot of sense. You can do that. It's totally a thing. Uh, totes yeah so anyway that that's that's what i've been up to um which is not a lot mm. uh, and i have a stylish new uh look going on did yeah I you that, do did i have that last time we we were on you had that yes. when we did the snippet but yeah Unless people, because we cut that part out of the uh, audio, so unless people were watching the Snug Pod snippet when we did it last week, nobody would have caught that you're wearing new clothes. Yeah. So it's not red. Well, part of it's red. Okay. You're a pirate cat. Yeah. With a witch Meow. hat. Makes a lot of sense. I'm a witchy pirate. <laughs> pirate cat with I'm, the witch hat. I'm either pirate a witchy pirate or I'm a piratey hat. witch. I'm not really sure. Um, Ooh, witchy kid. But pirate kajit makes a little more sense than witchy kajit. <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta have cats on the boats in order to catch the mice. That's right. Kajit. But if we if we don't uh, get to eating these sweet rolls soon, I might have to eat that bird. <laughs> Not if well, your there's... cat eats it first. Apparently, there's <laughs> yeah. more than one in here, so you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we have a show to do. Wait, uh, wait, 
I haven't talked about what I did. Yeah, it's her turn. Did you not? No. For some reason, I was thinking that you, you that you did right before me. No, we no. just have a lot to talk about. Then All go right, ahead. well, thanks, guys. Have a great night. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, go ahead. It's your turn. Say <laughs> okay, things. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, things and things. No. Um, yeah, uh, I have been working a ton, real life, so not a lot of time, kind of like never, but I have logged in for some Witches Fest stuff. I try and do at least a couple things a night just to get some of the loot from it. Mostly tickets, though, um, is what I've been doing. But the other awesome thing that we did is there was a multi-platform Lore Seekers event this week, and Gwen helped organize it, and she did awesome, and we had seven PlayStation Lore Seekers run through East March and Cold Harbor, and we killed a whole lot of stuff, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say the number yet, even We're though just not going to. we all We're know, just not going to. but um, I think that we already actually may have results from everything, but we're waiting until the end of the time to make sure that no other entries are going to come in. Um, but yeah, it's pretty exciting. Spoiler um, alert. It was... Switch one. <laughs> That's right. It was our platform, <laughs> our platform on Switch that doesn't exist. Um, but yeah, so it was really fun. We had a great turnout, and, and Gwen did a great job um, leading and figured out a rotation, and we just kept going around and around and around and around. So I'm pretty excited to find out um, for sure who wins the bragging rights of world boss champion in two hours. And, uh, yeah, we'll see from there. There might be some other fun things that are going along with that winnings that we didn't really announce um, for the guild. So people will just have to find out. Could be fun. So, yeah. But, anyway, we did that. So by the time this actually episode probably comes out, we actually probably will have announced, at least in the Discord, um, which platform uh, has won. So hopefully... That'll be a fun little thing for everybody this week. But yeah, other than that, not a whole lot. I've been picking up doing Ritz again, because I kind of was doing Ritz consistently and making a lot of money, and then all of a sudden it turned into I'm only logging in for my daily reward because I'm working too much, and I haven't, I wasn't, you know, doing a lot. And then I looked the other day because I went to the guild stores and bought a bunch of stuff, and I was like, ooh, my wallet hurts. I should start doing Ritz again. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's about it for me anyway. How much do you make daily on one character with Ritz? Is it five or ten thousand? Mm, yes, I honestly don't know because I usually do them so late at night and I'm so tired. I just do all of them and run to the boxes and go turn in, turn in, turn in, turn in, turn in. I want to say it's like what if I want to say if you're maxed, it's like seven or ten. I think it's five. I was thinking it was five, Somewhere between and it was five ten and during the events where it, where it's doubled. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. So I want to say it's like just over five, like five and change, maybe. But I know people that do it on like. I was talking to um, one of our guys in the PC guild who is does his writs every day, and he does them on like eighteen characters or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. And he is one of our. He's our trade. It's Sparky. He does our trade stuff. 
he comes and watches our show actually sometimes too. He's been in our stream before um, here for SnugPod. But yeah, he was talking about how he does Ritz every day and how if he does surveys with the Ritz that he picks up as he gets them, he can rake in like 200K. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Wow. Goals. Credit to you, man. So, and he's like, it takes me less than an hour to do it all. I'm like, I, I, you are a well-oiled machine, my man. I don't know how you do that. So, yeah. Not Cosmar. It takes me like five minutes, if not more, to do one survey. I mean, add-ons. Helpful. Yeah. But still, no, that's a whole other, that's a whole other thing. So, um, but yeah, so I've done that. That's about it. Other than that, just hanging out with you guys in the snug pod here. Woo. Well, that's a fairly noble thing to do. The snug pod is a very snuggy place to hang out. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we got now. the nice witches cauldron bubbling over there. The, the red torch bugs flying in the air. Something All this wonderful candlelight. Yeah. Pumpkins and ravens and sweet rolls. It's very cozy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a giant rib cage behind my head. It's made of stone. It's fine. Hail Sithis. I mean, <clears throat> sorry, I had something in my throat. that it before I rudely interrupt anyone again? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Cool. Um, very cool. So we've got some notes, I'm assuming. I have honestly I haven't even had a chance to pull them up yet. I had the stream pulled up, so um, yeah. So we're That's gonna, okay. Uh, I know we talked about quite a few different things that were out there to discuss. That is not pulling... Uh, Oh, am I in the wrong document? Hold on. I was like, it shows you're here. I see you. I don't know. Or what somebody's that was. here. I don't know what that was. I'm about. here. There we oh, go. Oh, I see. I see more than one. There we go. Snug pod. Snug pod. Snug pod. <laughs> Keeps popping up. Um. Yeah. Cool. So, news. Do we have news. any? Something about a preview zone. Fire song zone preview. Yeah. Yeah. And this was pretty. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, and Fire Song is what? The new DLC that's yeah. coming out, literally like in a few days on PC, and then uh, a couple weeks for us. Right. Okay. And oh. what is? And what do we know so far? Well, um, this is. The new DLC zone, it's going to be... Well, we got it for free if uh, from the um, event that we just had. So as long as you claimed that High Isle reward um, in the store, you should be getting this when it comes out. Um, but basically what we know is that it's going to be Galen. And uh, we're going to learn a lot about the Druids. So um, we're going to be going to the Wilds of Galen, which is one of the four islands of the sisters. Um, 
This one's pretty fun, I think, because if you read the article, like without reading it word for word, um, they were looking at having kind of the feelings of, uh, you know, stacked stones and thatch and like things like that, which show the connection of uh, the druids to Nern, as well as, you know, volcanic origins, kind of. So this one I think is going to be pretty rich in, in culture. And it's, it's pretty fun because they talk for this one about something that they've mentioned briefly before, but they've never really, I think, expanded upon actually doing it as part of the zone design. And they have mentioned that they use this kind of um, inspiration of the Druidic elements by looking at actual real world sources this time. So they talked about how they want it to seem very natural and simple, but not primitive. Um, so one of the things that they said, and this is a, a quote kind of directly from the article, as it says, when seeking inspiration for Galen's druidic elements, the team looked at real world sources beyond what you might expect. Obviously, Stonehenge and its connection to actual druids of our world played into our development. We also found inspiration from some of the amazing sculptures of the Mesoamerican Olmec and, of course, the Moai from Easter Island. We already had explored the idea of druids living inside cliff faces before, so we sought even more reference from real world and hit upon examples of structures carved into the cliff faces in ancient Turkey. I'm an archaeology nerd, so that whole paragraph for me is, like, amazing. <laughs> Nerd, but uh, those yeah, are no, but... also all of the areas I'm interested in. So you're good. okay, but like so awesome, and I I cannot wait to see how they blend those things together because they are not necessarily um, similar. They are stylistically very different. Uh, so like if you think about Olmec sculptures, um, or if you know anything about the Olmec, like the Olmec heads. Uh, and then the Moai from Easter Island, they're very different. So like Olmec, Olmec sculptures are kind of rounded is the way that I'll put it. I feel like they look um, very humanistic, whereas the Moai Easter Island heads are are more rectangular and and jagged. And they uh, like in, chewing in bubblegum, right? <laughs> yes, they like chewing bubblegum, just like in Night at the Museum. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, so to kind of see that blended with sort of this stone circle or druidic piece that so many associate with, like, the United Kingdom or Britain, you know, like ancient Britain, and then also have it blend in with cliff-dwelling structures from Turkey, I like, super intriguing to me. So that was my um, archaeology nerd moment for a, a second, so thank you for bearing with me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it talks it talks a lot about that in the preview, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, it also kind of goes into um, a little bit more about the zone and the biomes. It's kind of like a dense jungle biome. Um, if you read some of the sisters' histories, there's seven volumes, and it does talk a little bit about the different druidic circles, if you will, which is really what they're going to be exploring in this um, next DLC. So I'm excited to see 
how they talk about how the biomes kind of relate to the different druids or the druidic circles that that live in Galen or live on Galen, I guess you could say. It'll be pretty cool. Um, on the parallel side of that, it talks a lot about Dreadsail Sea Elves. So they are basically sieging everything, and the Firesong Druids are trying to get all the other Druid tribes to reunite as one clan. Um, I have not, I still have not gotten a chance to do the High Isle quest line, but what I do know about the Druids is that they were divided into three circles. So it seems like whatever this storyline is, is going to be that the Fire Song, who have been kind of notoriously, mm, I, I don't know, they're kind of, they seem like the ones that are the most intense, I guess is a pretty good way of putting it, at least from what I have observed from reading lore, and then from um, a few of the dialogue things that have, I have done in High Isle. Uh, it seems like they're trying to kind of force everybody to come back into one circle from the three circles. So I'm excited to see that. But there the, was uh, peace and then the fire song attacked. Yeah. The uh, sea elves are involved in this too. So it seems like there may be a couple different things going on at the same time. Um, so that'll be fun. I'm glad we got the sea elves this round. Everyone was hoping for sea elves with this chapter, and we got more sea elf content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it'll be... I, I can't wait to see kind of what um, they do uh, with this now here as they kind of expand upon it even more. Because did you see um, in the article the picture of the siege and, like, the assault with the, the fire ballistas? Yes. Okay. They did that in base game at one point with the Maumer. There was that one quest I that had, like, that. Mm -hmm. on the ship where you had to use the siege weapons. And we haven't really used them since. We saw them a little bit in Somerset. I think there might have been one moment in the Somerset main quest line where you had to use a ballista or something like that, if I remember it correctly. It actually happened once in Stonefalls and then oh, once okay. in um, Greenshade. Okay, so every once in a while, oh, excuse me, they've used your siege weaponry. But this... I... I really hope this comes to fruition and you get to use it quite a bit in the quest line because this screenshot of the guys loading the fire ballista and then like shooting at the big ships with the dragons on the front. Oh, so cool. I you just, just need I want, to run that trial from Graymore more. Use I want that to be real. Oh, and Kynes Aegis. Yeah, you yeah. saw what a mess I was when I tried to use that the last <laughs> time we were in there on normal. <laughs> I just didn't know what the mechanic was. It's fine. I just spent most of my time dead. It's fine. Everything's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, I'm excited about that. And new creatures. Manticore? What? Really? So cool. So, so cool. Yeah, so. You, want, you want to read that description of what that thing is there? A manticore? Uh-huh. Sure. It says, new creatures include the monstrous manticore, a gigantic beast with the head of a griffin, a lion, and a wamasu, and even more sinister beasts, such as the evil forest wraith, which looks like a tree. It looks like Groot on drugs. That's a pretty yeah. accurate description. Yeah. 
And Groot got mad, and some vines shot up out of his back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's... Uh... He is pissed. See, I was going to say it was a lurcher on, like, a health diet plan. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it is kind of like a skinny lurcher as well, yeah. I, I, I know that this is lore-breaking, but it actually kind of looks like the enemies in New World. It looks like some of the, like... Um, Oh my gosh, I'm having a complete brain lapse on what they're called, but all I can say is the ancient ones, and that's not right. Um, but there's a whole group in New World that looks similar to that. There's also a character in Paladins that uh, looks fairly similar to that. Um, so I, I think Groot made the tree people popular. <laughs> perhaps. Or, or perhaps uh, maybe we should give Lord of the Rings a little credit for that with the... Uh, the Ents. Yeah. That's so, true. Um, also, I have another cat fascinated with this bird now. So <laughs> <laughs> We're just adding Kajiti to the, to the show. Yeah, Kajiti yeah. are interested in what's happening. She would normally good be Good thing back. I didn't add the scarecrow with all the other crows. <laughs> By the way, I've got my uh, camera set. It's like in the bottom left corner. So it's real close up to the, to the screen. So they get it. They're getting a good shot of it. It really probably just looks like <laughs> a bird by a window to them. It's pretty funny. Anyway. So yeah, that's that's kind of a bit about the zone preview. I don't want to get too spoilery, but those are the things that are probably the most prominent in the article. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll There's put that one in of those show cool... notes too. So. There's another one of those cool things that you can like click and move around. Um, that shows that's you kind of like spoilery. the jungle area, yeah. So that's in there. Uh, yeah, that's all I'll say. So there you go. Very cool. Yeah, I uh, I actually have. Have you done uh, crazy? Have you done all of the? Uh, content up to high aisle or is there still you're not you're not all caught up on that right um like all the other chapters mm -hmm. previous uh i have not finished fargrave okay and gwen oh yeah i'm caught up okay um yeah so I, i'm actually caught up on high aisle i've got a ton of stuff prior to that that's not done yet but um yeah i'm, I'm curious to see where um, where they go with the story that where it left off because they've said that you have to finish the the quest for this DLC to unlock um, which we've talked about a little before you know, I've said it's similar how they've done other things in previous chapters but um, mm -hmm. that's I'm, I'm curious to see where that story goes because where they left it um, I have some theories but won't know until I actually get to finish that. But. Well, and let's hope, like, I haven't finished Fargrave, and I know that it's coming together, and it's going to all be cohesive at the end, but it's funny because when you start Fargrave after Blackwood, you're like, wait, am I still doing the same story? Because it, at first it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> you're like, are, are we just going to forget about Maroon's Dagon? Like, are we, is that a no? Nobody wants to talk about that right now? 
Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it in 2,000 years. Don't worry about it. Okay. What? So, yeah, um, I, you know, I don't think that they'll do that. But, yeah, I don't know. I still think that my favorite DLC in recent history is probably Markarth. That was a great, great DLC. I haven't done, I will admit, though, I have not done all of Markmire, um, but I do like what I have done of Markmire, so... I did the main quest for that. That was pretty good. Yeah. I've heard nothing but great things about it. I just haven't. It's like the underrated chapter. Like the or the underrated DLC, I feel like. What was, uh, is it Zookas? Is that his name? Yes, Zookas. He's a fun character. I love him. So, but I digress. We're getting, getting far, uh, <laughs> far out there. Maybe we should do that for a show. Talk about our favorite DLCs and why. That'll be fun. So, um, yeah. So there you go. The next thing on our list is the uh, community spotlight. Is that right? Yep. Spooky fashion and spooky homes. Yeah. I just threw that one in there because I thought it might be kind of, uh, kind of fun because I love it when they showcase the community and allow the community to be able to, you know, show what they've been working on or what they like to do and some of the housing stuff in there is always super impressive right. I wish I could get the snug pot up to this level Well, I, I think you're doing a pretty so dang good cool. job if I do say so myself I was just fixing to say I think the snug pot should, should uh, get a little love next time it, next, I next posted time, Gwen. a photo of it we didn't, we didn't. <laughs> it's okay blah, 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 it, it's, it's kind of dark it's kind of dark. And all the homes and costumes that got in this are absolutely amazing. So, um, there's a lot of, a lot of screenshots and stuff in here, but anything in particular you want to point out? The fact there's all those Graymore windows in that one photo, that's a lot of antiquity farming. Yeah. But now, am I remembering right that once you've collected is it three of something you can just go buy them yeah but that's yeah. still you had to get it three times right. it's a lot of farming oh, that's a lot that's a lot of uh harrow storms right that's where they mm -hmm. those come especially from especially because it's not a guaranteed drop from each hero storm yeah. right i think drop. the thing that go ahead oh go ahead no no go ahead i was gonna say i think the thing that i find most impressive about the particular ones that they chose is a lot of those are hand-built houses. So, like, they took... I think, at least, that's what I'm... I'm pretty sure with a few of them. There's some of them where, like, people took, like, the, you know, the moon sugar meadow or whatever and just, like, uh, built an entire house out of wall pieces and roof pieces and all sorts of stuff. So I'm always super impressed by that. Um, yeah, the people that, that can just completely rearrange a space the way that they do with some of those things just can, is impressive. I don't know how, how somebody visualizes that because here, you know, we we're talking earlier about how I'm looking at my house going, what can I do to make this make a little more sense and then just land on, just leave it like it is. 
and people were coming in and completely changing structures because uh, I've, I've watched some videos uh, recently that's uh, something I've done out of game uh, when we were talking about this the other day I was looking at uh, videos on different things to do with uh, the hideaway and some of the stuff that, that people did was like where are they even at on the island I can't even tell where they are it's they've, <laughs> they've, they've changed it so much that it's just the completely different space it, it's pretty wild um, yeah for sure uh, the ones like that that get me are the house and elsewhere that you get for doing the quest um, I've seen some people that have completely turned that into something unrecognizable oh like, you mean I... the storage unit yeah the storage unit the giant storage unit but I've seen people turn it into a really cool space and I'm always like what? <laughs> I do like the one person who turned their character into Ezio Auditori from yeah. Assassin's Creed. Oh, is that Creed. the Assassin's Creed thing? Yeah, that's mm -hmm. pretty impressive. Okay, the one above it, the, the Rasputin, that's my favorite. <laughs> Rasputin, yeah. That's pretty cool, too. So, yeah, it's a fun little showcase just of Twitter posts and stuff. It's nothing, like, super crazy that we have to, you know, point out every individual thing, but definitely go take a peek at it if you want, because it's pretty cool we're a podcast this is an eyeball thing i recommend putting your eyeballs on it exactly but leave them in your head don't don't take them out to do that you know squish yeah it is the spooky episode and there is a crow eating a heart in front of me, which is terrifying. It was great. Like, I was in the Outlaws Refuge the other day, and Romaine's... I, I, I was asking Romaine Silent for supplies, and she's like, you know what? I, I know you're decorating your snug pod. Here, have a sacrificial heart. And it's like, aw, this is perfect. This brings us together. Aw, what a sweet thought. So dark. <laughs> have a sacrificial heart. <laughs> so dark and spoopy. That's fun. Alright, the Lore Masters Archive. Uh, oh, we've got some lore. We're done with news, right? Mm-hmm. No, no new news. Any old news? Treat it like a business meeting. Is there any old news we need to address? Um, <laughs> nope, we've done it. So, um, yes, we've got a couple different lore articles. The uh, first one's the Lore Masters Archive, Druid Circle of Galen. Um, that'll probably end up being the only one we do tonight because it's oh yeah, pretty we've, long we've gotten pretty far into this yeah the other ones were just for funsies if we had time so cool well we didn't talk it out beforehand so who wants to read what for this one um you know, I'm really, really good with those names, so I'm going to let you guys do the names <laughs> um, so we can laugh at you, how badly you pronounce them, because I would get them you right. Don't, you don't want to be a female pirate again? Ever? No. Like no, in that one episode? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I mean, my my impersonation voice is, is pretty spot on. We heard We heard my impersonation of you recently. Um, mm, that's right. But... I that was a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll read the. I'll do the not questions. 
So you want to be Laurel? I'll be Laurel, sure. I'll be Laurel. Alright. You want to be Hardy? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's totally lore-breaking. That, that's just where my brain went with that. I never hear that name otherwise. <laughs> it's late. We're recording late. Alright, alright. Laurel and Hardy, here we go. Uh, clear paths and warm days, my friend. My name is Laurel, druid of Stonelore Circle. It is not often followers of the True Way are able to address such an eager audience to discuss our history and faith. I'm honored to have been chosen by the Archdruids to represent the Epigons of the Stonelore, Eldertide, and Firesong Circles. The True Way is a promise we've made to the groves, to the seas, to the sky. It's not always an easy one to keep. Our devotion has been endangered more times than we can count. But we're still here, quietly tending to the green in ways set down by our forebears. I only hope my answers can cultivate your interest. Who knows? Perhaps if the wind in the trees and the sun on your face call to you as they do to me, one day we may see you here in the heart of Druidum. What's the origin of the name Galen? Your ancestors referred to themselves as the Druids of Galen long before they even reached the Sisters Isle of Galen, according to the logbook of Druid Betteris. Or Betteris? Betteris. What is or was the original Galen? Analia Oaksong. By far, this question is one I saw more often than any other. I know that the time period before the Druids left the lands of Jireni is of great interest to students of history. I spoke with both Trilhim Peladrin and Verona Vedralu during their time in the archipelago, and it was at their suggestion I wrote Exodus of the Druids. What our visitors had trouble understanding, good Oaksong, is that my interest in the past is not academic, not in the way it is for mainlanders. Understanding King Kasorian is a type of personal worship for me. I probably know more about our early past than any other follower on the island. It's a truism among druids that the now, the present, is the most important place to live, which is a healthy point of view, I think, but tends to dissuade scholarly research. Friend, if it seems like I'm stalling, it's because I am. You're not going to like the answer I have to give you. I don't know where the name Galen comes from, and I believe that anyone that claims otherwise is telling you a falsehood. I can tell you a number of stories, though. Galen, it said, was the name of a spirit that walked from the heart of the forest into the midst of an ancient Proto-Breton settlement. They were the one to sing the songs of Rifre to our ancient forebears. They were the one to teach us the ways of the green. Or, if you believe another tale, Galen was the name of the first Archdruid, the first Druid Queen. She was one of the very first Neds to channel the songs of the singer and rose to lead the first circle in the deep woods of High Rock. Or, in yet another telling, Galen was the name of an island in a lake, a place of sacred worship where Yifre's heart could be felt beating even here in the realm of mortals. It was there, on that island, where our forebears heard the songs and learned to tend the groves. Which one is the truth? Honest to garden objective fat? I have no idea. And despite years of study and attempts to answer that question, I'm no closer today than I was the day I began to translate ancient tablets. All we know for certain today is that the name holds a special place in the heart of my people. It is a name conveying solace, home, and hearth. 
reverence and conservation. And so we are, and always will be, the Druids of Galen, wherever our travels take us in this world. Do you believe Druidism has a future on mainland Tamriel, perhaps among the weirds of High Rock? Legolas, Tiger Doyen of the United Explorers of Scholarly Pursuits. What a fascinating question. I'd like to think so, yes. Recent events have given me the opportunity to get to know some of our mainland brethren. Surprising to no one who studied our faith, there are many commonalities between the beliefs of our Belladama and Glamoral sisters and our own. With the increase in travel to High Isle and Galen of late, I'd like to think our beliefs could find a voice of their own among you, Tam's folk. But that's a harvest for another year. I've heard some among the druid folks have taken to shape-shifting to animals like those dire bears known as ursocks. I'm curious how your arts differ from the Glenmoral weird shape-shifting, which is connected to the stag prince here scene. Tirosh of Clan Firewolf. Shape magic, the ability to temporarily wear the form of another living being, is the gift given to us by Ifre. A great divide exists between the followers of the true way and the weirses of Runumbra. You see, the weirses look to the past, to the old gods of the ancient past, and the beneficent mask of Dag Prince. Just as the druids have the clarity look beyond to the wider world, so too do we have clarity in our belief. Gifrey alone is the wellspring of our power, just as a song or a tale can be reshaped, be revisited, and retold in the telling, so too can a living being channel the strength of the singer and find themselves a bird or a buck or a mighty bear. How many druids does it take to light a lamppost? Spartaxo, XO. Oh, I've heard this one before. Ahem. At least three. One to light the lamp, one to plant a tree, and one to bore you with the tale of how nature gave us the gift of fire. I'd like to think my stories are anything but boring. By the by, I understand the lore of the true way is not for everyone. Can druids predict the future? Maj Thorax. In a way, yes. It is a very rare gift. The ability to subsume yourself so completely within the green that you can see beyond tomorrow has only been granted to a few archdruids over the years. King Kasorian himself, of course, is the most well-known seer in druid history, and his dream of King Kasorian is an excellent example of what those predictions look like. It's an extensive metaphor, one that can be deciphered in a number of ways. The songs sung by Yefre are very hard for the mortal mind to comprehend, and so we can only interpret, imagine, and hope that our seers learn what the storyteller wants them to in these beautiful visions. The reason for this letter was to see if you could help us clear up an issue that's been troubling the leaders of my guild, Ethereum Sankers. What could be the reason for the appearance of the beings called chimeras on the island of Galen? Is it some plan of the Fire Song Circle, or is it something beyond our continental knowledge? Barsai Firepunch, Knight Errant of Magnus. The chimeras are old magic, ancient even, by the standards of the true way. 
They are guardian beasts born of devotion and sacrifice to Yifre. Blood magic done in reverence to the green is well known, if somewhat overdramatized across Tamriel. But this is an area where I believe even the druids of the circle once spilled Baite and on stone to see great workings done. You must understand, the followers of the true way have almost been destroyed time and time again. Our earliest history is one of fear, repression, and a fight for freedom. When the early druids landed in the Sistras in their singer-made craft, they still felt a great deal of fear. They did not know of the many trials that would follow, but how could they not desire some measure of safety after everything they'd been through? And so the druid king and the first Rofe sang to the storyteller to make an ancient tale into reality. In the here and now, there are only a handful of creatures left, where once they stood against the enemies of the druids, now most of them can barely recall the endeavor to which they were born. If you have not read it, Faristus of Elenir has written an interesting piece on these magnificent creatures, showing an understanding deeper than some of my own order. I've been reading Sister's History, penned by Trillium Heladrin. In his writings, he references the ability of the Sister's Druids to terraform even a volcanic island into something lush and rife with life. What are the extents of such an ability? Arwa Atrazia, Merchant Banker. I greatly respect Teldrian's writing, but you must understand that from his viewpoint, much of Galen's past is frustratingly ahistorical. Researchers like Trillium in Verona want to study physical, traceable documents written by those who were there. And while some do exist, such as the Diary of Druid Bethrys, the history of my people is primarily an oral tradition. When you read Trillium's depictions of druids magically singing boats and trees and food into existence, it's a mixture of fact and well-intentioned fiction. I believe, from some of our oldest tales, that our faith in the singer did play a large part in our survival, but you have to remember that the earliest druids were also talented farmers, herders, sailors, and scouts. When our faith is rooted, so to speak, in the power of nature, it's easy to mistake knowledgeable crop tenders for magic. If that's an unhelpful answer, you have my apologies. Blame the kelp brain fools that recorded history of our volcanic island on flammable materials. From time to time, this one cannot resist the temptation of scratching trees, Spriggins included. This one looks at the trees fondly and is certain that all Kajiti kin feel the same. That trees provide happiness and scratching. But this one is concerned. What do the trees really think? Do they appreciate the scratches? Sammy. I feel a little both honored and a little flummoxed to find myself speaking on behalf of Tamriel's trees. I'll try to do the grove proud. It's a truth of nature that cats across the continent sharpen their claws on bark, and Yifre makes no mistakes. So if you find yourself deep in the green and feel the need to scratch that itch, I think you're fine. Well, that's true of trees in general. Spriggans are a people all their own. The next time you find yourself near nature's guardians, I would take the safest of all possible options and ask their permission before attempting to sink your claws in. Well, the singer's patience is unending. Some of their followers are inescapably mortal. 
I've prowled my way across High Rock, Hammerfell, Valenwood, and now the sisters looking for the legendary centaur. Half man, half horse. Should be some unique meat, right? Yet, despite all the stories and despite all the people in the cities telling me where I can hunt one, I found nothing, not even a trace of their scent. Do centaurs even exist, or are they some druid trickery to travel faster or something? Srockery. I appreciate the spirit of your question. Even if I'm not sure, I agree with the dichotomy of that you've established here. I feel like there's a middle ground here between centaurs do not exist and centaurs are a druid trick. I've never met a centaur, to be fair. Most of the stories I've read about half-man, half-horse warriors have been purists, sometimes carnal, fiction. But some of the oldest stories handed down through the circles speak of centaurs as wise, spiritual people. A culture deeply in tune with the singer's will. Just because we cannot touch or see a thing does not mean it does not exist. Faith is a funny thing, Sakri. What are your ties and knowledge of Archdruid Devrick? What was he like before this earthen root situation? And what could have possibly changed him? Oolong Snake Tea. Will I take that man? My anger over the events at Earthenroot Enclave is still fresh, you understand. I'm trying to tend to the garden of my soul while assimilating the idea of our own raising a hand against us. The Druid King was wise to split the faith in three. Each of the circles brings a unique and beautiful viewpoint to the conclave of the Droif. Before his turn, his corruption, our Druid Javerick was a wise and vibrant man. A touch of egotistical, but few rise to the level of Archdruid without being somewhat conceited. I hate what he became, but mourn his loss. I truly believe Devrick does not represent the heart of the Fire Song, an ancient and beautiful tradition. In these tumultuous days, a fiery defense of the natural world may be a viewpoint we could all benefit from. We apologize for leaving you on something of a somber note. I think that will conclude our correspondence today. It's been a privilege to speak for the Druids of Galen, to convey some small measure of our ancient faith to you. The storyteller teaches that we should let stories grow within us, like a seed in fertile ground. Let these ideas grow within you and share them again in turn. Green keep you, friends. Woohoo! That's a lot. It is, but I like, uh, I like her. I like Laurel. Her. I like Laurel, too. Uh, she was available as a house guest at one point, right? Um, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think so. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say, I think you, I think you said one of these names wrong, though. Oh, I probably said a bunch of names wrong. Oh, not you. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The how many druids does it take to light a lamp post? I'm pretty sure that's Sparta hugs and kisses. <laughs> I bet you might be right. I don't know. It's Sparta XOXO. Yeah. Yeah. But I said Spartaxo XO. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you did that because I probably would have giggled instead of actually like been annoyed like I was supposed to be. So thank you. <laughs> I also uh, didn't realize that that one was a Khajiit until I like looked at it really quick before I started reading it. And I was like, oh, guess I got to go. Guess I got to go hardcore. 
I saw the words this one, so you did great. Fantastic job, both of you. Well, thanks. So yeah, that was fun. I always, I think they're doing more of these now, um, with the new lore master. It seems like they're kind of pumping one out like once a month or once every couple months, which I knew they did them before, but I feel like they're more frequent right now for some reason. They are definitely more frequent. It's pretty pretty good. I like that. I like when you get to dive into it a little more. And I'm excited to learn more about the Fire Song because like I said, the Sisters History books and um, what is it? Sorrow of the Wind I think is the name of another book. Those are all pretty pretty cool lore books that can be found on High Isle. Um, I like knowing that the Sisters History volumes, I liked what I learned in this archive that she said that basically most of their stuff is oral tradition and those books aren't necessarily um, not accurate that's not the right word but you know they're they're the unreliable narrator so that lives within all of ESO um, and all of the Elder Scrolls games in general um, so it's kind of fun to see that uh, the druids probably definitely may have a different perspective on the creation of um, you know Iphelon and and Galen and all of that from the outside uh, perspective that sees it as you know some sort of crazy magic where they shaped and formed the landscape whereas she's like nah they were just farmers <laughs> they just were they just were good at growing stuff so I, I think that's kind of a fun parallel, and I can't wait to see if they explore that a little bit more. Cool. Beans. Well, beans, cool beans. Cool beans. That's right. Fry guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. We did it. So we want to hold these other two maybe for next Yeah. Week, it, there's... Or... The one's very long. You know, and we, the other we got one's very past short. ten episodes. Here's here's my thoughts. We got past ten episodes, and these are just spooky things. So you know what? We could do the spooky things next year. That's true. We got we past could. ten episodes. That means we're going to stick around, right? That's yeah. how that works. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah, I don't remember when we said that, if that was before or after we actually started. Um, so... Uh, to elaborate on I that. I think that was, was pre-show. Yeah, so to elaborate for those that are just listening to the audio, um, apparently most podcasts don't make it past 10 episodes, and this is episode 30, not counting the bonus episodes. So we're in the clear. We're not ever going to stop. Yeah, you're stuck I mean, with us. We might only have like two listens an episode, but that's okay. Yeah. We still made it past. To those two people, you're going to be listening to us <laughs> for the next 60 years. <laughs> oh my! Uh, I don't think in those last. What a dra- what a dragon break that would be. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be something? Yeah, honey, I remember the time that I was playing this uh, Elder Scrolls game when it was only a few years old. Now it's on the PlayStation Twenty Eight, and uh, and and PC uh, fell apart. I don't know, uh, but yeah. <laughs> We finally got crossplay seventy-two years into the game's <laughs> existence. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I wish we could emote better in game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. 
And I remember when we were playing before we started using email. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Here we go again. That was that was my attempt to sound elderly. I don't it's terrible. I liked it. It was good. <laughs> it was well done. Very good. If any time we have an elderly lore reading, it's all you. <laughs> okay. Well, this is the Elder Scrolls that's online. Right. Yeah, that's that's, so that's the... the other version of the game, the Elderly Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> Eld, elder Scrolls online. That's when that's when your grandparents are like uh, on Facebook scrolling, right? The Elder Scrolls <laughs> <Stop>. online. <laughs> Stop. That's when they're online. See, no. now it's all making sense. Now no. I've just no. put it together. That, when the Elder Scrolls Online is when the old folks are reading their email. <laughs> but I had then, to mute my mic so you didn't hear me cackle in your ears. But wait, <laughs> but wait, wait, but wait, there's more. Is that why when you read an Elder Scroll you go blind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the print is so small, your eyes just can't take it. Actually, I was going to say it's because there's no dark mode, but sure. That too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> when my retinas are being burned I, um, out by Google Docs. Thanks, Google I, Docs. I do most things in not dark mode. Well, that, that makes sense, because I think it depends on the person. But for my eyes, personally, I enjoy dark mode better. It depends what I'm doing. If it's recreational, I'll use dark mode. If it's businessy or I need to focus on something, I'll use mm. regular mode. Mm. Makes sense. Keeps you awake. How I'm consuming information. That's that's how it depends on what I'm doing, I guess. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, fun. That in dark mode isn't a big deal when you can, you know, like turn down the brightness of your screen. So, well, that's true. Hmm. Anyway, announcements. I was just gonna say, oh boy, wow, that was a wait. We are we are on a roll. Episode thirty, where the one where they got very off topic multiple times. Twelve more episodes. Most of the off topic was before we started. Was Tree Show? That's true. So we're That's good. true. We're good. That's true. Twelve more episodes in our now. Twelve more episodes in our show will will be old enough to read email. Okay. Oh my gosh. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Bay. Yeah. Just well, shaking my head. Yeah. So if we throw the cat in the river on fishing Mondays, no, throw the they cat. Can go fishing, right? That's throw how the, it works. Throw the cat in the cradle. Give it a With silver, a silver spoon. spoon. Yeah. Is that even in a furnishing item in ESO though? Can we even? But find you can't do that because Kajidi have two moons. Well, little, <laughs> See what I did? Little boy. <laughs> little Alfique in the Kajidi two moons. I don't yeah. know. Okay. okay anyway. All right. Now <laughs> before, before... <laughs> you can work on that later. <laughs> before we get uh... um, taken off the air for. Copyright infringement. Let's talk about <laughs> guild announcements. You gotta mimic the noise well enough for it to count as copyright infringement. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I'll just see myself right out the door over here. Yeah, uh, the curtain. Stay. 
<laughs> well, not if you've read an Elder Scroll. If so, you won't be able to see anything. Oh, yeah, that's like, yeah. That's true. All right, so you mentioned the fishing thing on uh, on Mondays. Gwen. Master Angler Mondays. Uh, yep, Moki's still doing that. And uh, I did see in chat the other day she mentioned um, possibly doing something else. Cyrodiil. Uh, yes, yes, uh, because uh, a group got together. Was it after the World Boss thing? Or was it after a trial? Uh, no, it was after a trial. Okay. After we did yeah. a trial one night, we did some Cyrodiil in... It wasn't Cyrodiil, it was Imperial City. And the entire map was Dominion. And I I just felt so bad, because I'm like, oh my gosh. I could actually do the quest. It's the only story quest in the game I haven't done yet. <laughs> and then I went to bed because I was so tired. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I'm partway through. I need to finish the quest line in Cyrodiil as well. So, yeah, so Moki said that um, that might be something that finds its way into Monday nights as well. Uh, so if there's people that are fishing and uh, maybe everybody that joins uh, already has the fishing achievement or whatever, uh, that Cyrodiil or Imperial City might be an option as well. So if you want to do some PvP uh, overland stuff, uh, some story stuff, then that is a possibility on Monday nights as well. Uh, so come hang out. That is uh, 7.30 grouping, 8 p.m. start time, Eastern. Um, so just uh, get in chat and uh, put an X in chat. Is that right? Is that how we're doing that? Yep. Yep. Or, or you can join, uh, you know, just let them know in Discord. Um, let the group know that you are that you want in. Somebody will, somebody will get you invited to the group. Uh, treacherous Eventuallys. Um Treacherous Tuesdays. Teamwork Tuesdays. <laughs> teamwork Tuesdays, yeah. Teamwork, teamwork Tuesday of um, something. So that's our dungeon night. Get out and uh, group up with some guildies and go tackle some dungeons. Um, you can do story mode. You can do speed runs, achievement hunts. You can do uh, whatever, whatever you want to do with that. Uh, if you want to do gear farming, uh, there's a lot of different ways to to get in and, and do dungeon runs but just get together with some guildies and see what everybody's looking to do and just go have some fun uh, Wednesday night trials those have been going well and uh, I think we're seeing a lot they've of been... um, go ahead oh I was saying they've been going really well that's all I was going to say sorry I got excited no no that's fine uh, we've, I think we've had quite a few new members join from that right uh, yeah mm, quite a lot I would say probably at least one if not two or more a week right now which is great yeah and now are a lot of these people um being picked up like from filling slots through uh zone chat how's where what's going on with that or are these uh, people that were already already friends of they're, other people, they're or? friends of other guildies okay. most of the people who have actually been joining the guild during trials are friends who of other guildies who join in during the trials and then decide they like playing with us and want to stick around. Okay, cool. Very good. Uh, yeah, I've, I've noticed in uh, our invite list, we've had a lot of uh, a lot of new faces coming in on, on PlayStation side, which was kind of slow for a while. And uh, so that's good. Uh, Been killing it. Yeah, good to see that. Um, so killing a lot of things. We've got yeah. this coming Wednesday night. 
uh, which uh, by the time you hear this, will probably be too late to know about this coming Wednesday night. But uh, if you're watching or you happen to check this out uh, in video form before I get the audio done, uh, we've got uh, are these these updated for this coming week? They are. Uh, we have NDSR and NMAL. Uh, and for those that don't know what that is, um, that's again another topic. But uh, NDSR, Normal Dread Cell Reef. And uh, after that, uh, Mall of Lorcage. Um, and once a month, going to do some vet runs? Yep. Do the Craglorn a... Trials. Okay. Do we have a schedule for when the next one of those is? Uh, I should have asked Polly that earlier. So I'm not 100% sure. But I feel like... I actually thought for some reason in my brain it was supposed to be like the fifth or something, but I think that might be faulty information, so don't quote me on that one. But we'll find out and get it posted because I'll have to build a sign up for it, um, you know, with the bot. So. Okay. Well, if you are um, in Discord, then you can keep an eye out for that anyway. And. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you have any ideas for holiday events. Uh, or any other events that you might want to run, be it a one-time or a monthly or even a weekly event. Uh, just reach out to us and uh, we can see about getting that set up for you. Um, again, we're, you know, plenty of room for new members, even though we've we've seen a pretty good uh, kind of bump in, in numbers lately just from trials. But if you're listening and, and think um, like the vibe from what I hear about this guild and you want to come check us out if it's just for you know casual stuff or like the Mondays um, and fishing and uh, just getting in a group and doing some uh, overland PvP or if you want to get into some trials um, or uh, you know anything like that and then definitely come check us out uh, we'll get you that uh, information in just a moment on how you can do that uh, do we have anything else before we close up? I can't think of anything. Gwen? Nope. Awesome. Uh, well, where can people find us on the interwebs? They can find us on Twitter at Snug Podcast or twitch.tv forward slash Snug Podcast where we're live right now. Or you can search for Snug Podcast on YouTube and find us. Where we're also live there. right now. <laughs> yeah, where we are also live right now. Does that mean we're living um, double life? <laughs> I guess so, technically. Technically. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, there's always um, Never's favorite email, snugpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, for all those times in Elder so. Scrolls Online. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, when you're scrolling. Uh, well, if someone else doesn't, I kill me. So. Mm. Uh, anyway. Um. The only other thing is how they join us. <laughs> At loreseekers.club. Yes. So if you go to loreseekers.club, uh, from there it'll open a page that will give you different links to different Lore Seekers communities or different um, things from Lore Seekers in the days past. Uh, and if you click on the link for Lore Seekers ESO, it'll take you to Discord, 
you download the link uh, and then use our apply channel by using forward slash apply and then a space and then the word membership and it will get you a DM sent right to your inbox for you to fill out, answer some questions, let us know a little bit about you. And as long as it looks like you will mesh well with the guild and uh, have a good time, then we'll get you your invite as soon as we can. Yep, turn around on that's pretty quick, like within a day or so. So We do uh, the best we can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah usually not and a problem. that's it. So, yeah, awesome. Well, all right. Um, one other thing I think we forgot to mention. Um, if you uh, are watching this and would rather listen, we are available on podcasts as well. Um, you can find us on pretty much any of them, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, and several others. So uh, probably all of them. Just uh, search for us. Just search for Snug Podcast, and you should find us uh, wherever it is that you're listening to those types of things um so for now we bid you farewell and wish you a good week and we shall catch you next time